Welcome to Startup to Scale, a podcast by Food Bevy. I'm your host, Jordan Buckner. Join me as I talk to aspiring entrepreneurs, seasoned industry experts, and everyone in between as we unlock the keys to growing from startup to scale. Welcome to Problem Solved, a Startup to Scale mini-series co-hosted by myself, Jordan Buckner, and Aaron Galemore, founder of Brassroots. In this series, we invite CPG founders to submit questions about the most pressing issues with their business. We'll then share some ideas and perspectives on how to solve those problems. All right. I'm excited for today. So let's listen to today's question. Hey, guys. My name is Alex Baer. I'm the CEO and co-founder of Genius Juice. I just had my first kid. And my question as an entrepreneur is how things change when you have a child. Aaron, so we're both parents of young kids and founders like Alex. I'm curious to know what that experience has been like for you. (laughs) Yeah, I I think um, there's no doubt that it's been challenging, um, challenging in a good way, I would say. And I've had to adjust as a person, uh, an entrepreneur. Um, The one thing I wanted to start with is just, I know you agree on this, Jordan. Um, It's more fulfilling for me to be running a company as a parent of, of two kids. Um, you know, it's so neat to see my kids in the morning eating brass roots for breakfast and talking about brass roots and asking for it, um, telling their friends that they care about it, seeing me work hard and seeing me value um, uh, building a business and that work ethic. I, I think that's really cool. Um, so I think that's the silver lining, the the positive side of this. Yeah, I think that's amazing too. I've noticed uh, little things like my three-year-old will fight me over my external keyboard because she'll tell me that she has a meeting that she needs to go to. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, no, I like actually have to do real work. And she's like, I have to do real work, dad. (laughs) I love that. It's just like inspiring to see I'm like, oh my gosh, you're three. But at the same time, like really proud of her for just like, seeing that that kind of work ethic instilled in her even if it's like imaginary right now yeah i I love that i mean i've tried to make sure to kind of empower especially our our three-year-old who's of that age um empower her to be involved wherever she can then so like um rather than you know saying hey leave daddy alone i need to work it's more you know do you want to do you want to help me a demo product or sample product this weekend in a store or do you want to we're going to go to an event like a race this weekend you want to come and hand samples out and uh that way you don't like uh, create a divide over work you create a little bit more of a of a bridge where they they want to be involved yeah and i think um it one thing that both of us kind of agree right like having kids make you a better founder and i think a lot of these areas around like uh, i know for me personally being more focused on like the task at hand and what I'm actually doing with the business has been really important because before, you know, it was like, it was a little bit more experimental. It was like, it would have been nice. Like when I was running T-squares, it was nice to, you know, build a business and see where it goes, but we were like losing money, you know, every, every month um, and really kind of investing in growth. And that was like good for the time. But when the economy changed, it really kind of set things in perspective to say like, Hey, it's not just myself or, you know, my wife who has a full-time job either. Like it's not just us on the line. Like we have kids that are 
fully fully responsible for. And so it really helped me focus online and say, okay, what's going to make the biggest impact on my family's life so that we can be successful. And it's made me a better entrepreneur because of it. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, I, I think you, that's why, you know, I mentioned, I feel like I've become a better, smarter entrepreneur and a better person just because I'm, I'm, I'm more focused about my time. And that 80, 20 rule comes into play in a big way. When you have kids, um, they always take and have to take priority over everything else you're doing. Um, so organization is, is also an absolute key. I think that's probably the biggest, uh, improvement I've made out of, out of necessity when I, uh, when my wife and I had kids, um, and I, and I think it's so critical that, um, you know, you're since off typically, right. It's, it's two of you doing the, the majority of the work. So it's really important to start with to, from an organizational standpoint is to have great organization within your house. Um, and then the business organization comes from that, but having that, that, um, organization just between you and your direct family is critical. Yeah. And I just want to call out too for our listeners, right? Like Aaron and I are definitely talking about this from the, um, the debt perspective and hats off to all the moms out there who are founders and, you know, in, in, you know, pregnant or just given birth or, um, or have young kids or older kids. I know you're doing a lot of the heavy lifting um, and have your own unique challenges as well. So we love to hear any of those, like, you know, comment on things with this episode, share it, share your perspective, because we definitely want to hear that as well. Because I know that time management piece, you know, for both moms and dads and all families are really complicated. And I know for myself, Aaron, kind of, as you mentioned, just being more, precise and what I'm working on at any given time has been key. I don't know. For me, I use a tool called Sunsama, which is a, I call it like my life planning tool. It's part to-do list, part calendar manager, but it allows me to list out like what my top priorities are at any given time. And then I actually tag all the tasks that I put on my to-do list aligning with those priorities. And if there's anything that doesn't align, like if someone asked me to do something, it doesn't align with those priorities it empowers me to help say like, no, or not right now. Let's check in like in a couple of months um, because I know things are just so short that we have to work around it. That's great. I love that tool. I'm going to, I'm going to look into that. Um, yeah. I think the, um, you know, being able to prioritize like that quickly and um, defer things is, is super critical. And, you know, the other thing I would add is, one of the biggest single challenges I've found with regards to kids and running a business, and this probably applies to outside, whether you're a lawyer or, um, you know, working in any other job, quite frankly, is just that you can't control everything about um, what happens to your kids. So they'll get sick and um, you can't predict that. And when they do, you have to make sure that you're taking care of them and that's it. And it's very hard to do anything else. So building, um, flexibility to an extent into your schedule and maybe redundancy is really important. Um, if you have a team besides yourself, make sure that some of the mission critical things that you do, they can do and step in and, and, um, and help if, if need be. Um, and even just allowing yourself a secondary time to do those 
those things on your priority list or those mission critical things just in case um, something happens during the day and you have to focus on your kids. And so I'll like, for example, I, I tend to have a second window of work um, after the kids go to bed because I want to make sure to see them after daycare. And um, that is sort of like um, a, an, an overflow time of work for me where I can place whatever I needed to get done. Couldn't during the day, I place it there. One challenge that I uh, run into, I'm curious to hear your perspective is the like trying to be as present as possible, you know, with when I'm with my kids and I find myself, you know, like checking emails while we're kind of playing or like maybe responding to small, quick things. And you know, I, I sometimes feel guilty on both sides of saying like, hey, there are some things that like for work and to support I need to be able to do. But at the same time, I don't want to like miss all those important um, moments and having my kids think like, oh, you know, dad or mom's always working or things like that. So that's one thing that I honestly like worry about sometimes and kind of curious to hear your perspective. Yeah, it's it's a it, I catch myself. I think we all catch ourselves doing that and it, it's such a terrible feeling for me when I, you know, my kids are talking to me and I'm on my phone and answering something and I and they have to repeat it multiple times and I've realized that I've ignored them. Um so I try to minimize that as much as possible by uh, I make sure that those limited windows during the week when I'm with them and then on the weekends when we've got something planned, th- I I put the phone away. Um, you know, there's typically nothing, um, you know, from, for me from five to, to 7 PM, for example, that if I miss a call, this is what I tell myself, right. To be comfortable with it. If I miss a call, um, it's not going to be in the end of the business. I can get to that, um, whatever it may be later at night. And so I just put the phone away. Um, and that, that helps tremendously. And then the other thing is I, I like to plan, to the extent possible, plan specific things that I do with the kids um, so that I feel complete ownership over that activity. You know, maybe it's like I take them to the the park and we we play in the playground. If I own that activity personally, then I feel a responsibility to not be on my phone. Yeah, I love that. And I everyone's going to have their own style, but I'm an advocate of scheduling in and blocking off time, specific times like to spend with my uh, family or with my kids. That way I treat it with as much, if not more importance as like a work meeting, right? Like if I have a a work call with like a buyer or something, I'm not going to be multitasking, distracted, like while I'm talking with them. And it's like the same with, um, you know, kids as much as I can. So like for that, I like that, that you kind of plan things out and I do something similar, but like for those structured times, I'll treat it um, as like a time block thing where it's like, okay, here's dedicated time where I'm focusing. And then there's going to be flex time in between where we're kind of working together or doing our own thing as well. But I, um, I love that. So if anyone is struggling, you know, think about it from that perspective, instead of like having life fill in around your meetings, you actually schedule out and block off those times for the, um, for family time as well. Yeah. And, 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 you know what I'd add to that, as we're talking about this, we had mentioned at the beginning, the importance of organizing or organizing internally in your house. And so whoever, if you are co-parenting, um, that's why, you know, respecting their time is so critical. So if you do want to have the ability to focus on work, 
um, just respecting if they're, if, if that's where they're filling in, you know, um, the organization between the two of you or how, you know, you and your family, your parents who are helping out, that is so critical. And, and I, it's something I undervalued, I think going into this. Yeah. And even having things like a, a shared calendar, I know we yep. both kind of have that where we are able to like see what's going on or any important meetings that we need to cover for and not double book things, um, which is, which is key. Yep. Absolutely. Um, one other thing I want to mention, I, I remember when I first started, you know, 20 something as my first, with my first company, I would tell people that my business was my baby. And mm-hmm. From a time perspective, you know, I probably treated this so where like every waking moment I was thinking about the business, like before I met my wife and before I had kids, like that was kind of all consuming. Um, but I'm curious in your perspective, do you see your your business as as your baby and how might that compare? Yeah, it's a great, I, I like that. Yeah. Um, my I always talk about uh, my family, then my business, and then, you know, everything else in my life. Um, and if the, you know, before I would say 90% of my time before kids and family, um, before I had that 90% of my time was on business. And, um, since that has changed and you definitely, I experienced a, a hierarchical, hierarchical, uh, change, in those priorities for sure. I mean, if, if my business went away, it would be extremely tough, no doubt. Like it would be a life-changing thing for sure. But you know, if my kids went away, right, you run through that scenario. I I couldn't come back from that. It'd be very hard emotionally. So, um, no business, I, I, you know, my babies are my, my real babies, you know what I mean? And, And then business is, um, a, a second, extremely, extremely important thing to me. Yeah, and I think that's a um, a hard transition for for some people to to make it first because oftentimes I guess everyone's a little different, but a lot of times, right, you end up in your working career first, kind of before meeting your family and having kids, and so invariably, like that time gets pulled away from work towards your family, and so you feel the shift of like losing work time and gaining family time, but it can also be like a a a hard transition for some because you're definitely only have so much limited time in your day and you're kind of balancing like where you're spending those priorities. Um, One of the big things that I advocate for is every time you go through a major life shift or everything time you feel things are in balance is to do a priority reset to say, what are your top two or three priorities in life that you really want to make important for you? And rank them in terms of like, this is first, second, and third, and then be very clear in like how you spend your time and how you organize your time based on what those priorities are. Because if those are off out of sync or out of balance, you're going to like feel it and feel um, burnt out or unfulfilled in which other area, whichever areas is, is lacking. Yeah, I love that. And, and a way to do that, there's one practice to, if you're unclear about priorities, is to kind of run through that scenario, which can be kind of uh, a, a difficult exercise, but you run through the scenario where you strip it out of your life and you can you take it completely, you take it to um, every little detail um, where you truly, truly envision things without whatever that possible priority is. 
Um, in this case, I'm talking about kids and then, uh, or your business or, you know, anything else in life. And you can, it, it's amazing how quickly you'll be able to, um, clearly see prioritization. Yeah. I love that. The other thing that I'd like to do sometimes too, is reflect back on like where you spent your time the last month or two months and where, what you've really enjoyed doing. And those things that you spent time doing oftentimes are like what you're prioritizing. And then you can then make a decision on if it's what you enjoy or what you don't enjoy. Cause a lot of times people will say like, you know, like personally, I'm just not big into uh, like working out or tons of like going to the gym, just not something I'm into. But some I used to think like, oh, let me like plan to like go run or play sports on the weekend. I used to play soccer a ton, but I never actually did it. And I would feel guilty because that never ended up happening. And at a certain point, I took that off my list and say, hey, look, I'm not going to set myself up for failure by doing something that I clearly don't actually put the time to invest in and became like, okay with that and focus on the things that I did enjoy and put the time into. That's great. Yeah, that's really important. I I really like that. I think we've sort of stumbled into what is an extremely important part of, uh, in my opinion, being a parent and and being a parent um, while running a business, which is just taking care of your mental health and for me personally, like the physical health is, is a critical part of that too. Um, you know, so like time shrinks quite a bit when you have kids and, but for me personally, at least I've found it to be so critical that I reserve some time, um, nearly on an every day, um, ideally every day to exercise just because it, it's the, the ultimate balancer for me, the ultimate baseliner where I come back down to earth if I'm extremely frustrated and stressed and um, certainly helps me make sure to avoid any um, outward frustration with my kids um, because it's never their fault. (laughs) Yeah. And right. Like I know you're coming into this, like having your uh, being sick yourself and having your family being sick and, you know, going through that, right. Like there's things that you can't control, but can, you know, take you out for a couple of days. Um, and, and that can be stressful as well, right? Yeah, I know. It's ironic that uh, our recording of this got pushed um, and delayed specifically because my my family was sick. But um, yeah, that's just something, you know, uh, it's it's just so important. No, I think I, I'm constantly repeating to myself, control what you can control. Um, and, you know, I've, I've, I think health is is something that that I've worked on a lot in in line with that but then simultaneously just knowing that our kids are going to get sick they're going to bring stuff home from daycare and um you know going to have to adjust accordingly and and being able to accept that is is a huge huge part of it for me at least yeah and i think too uh you know one thing that's really affected me recently so you know we both have have 3 year olds and uh that's when they're like be starting to become pretty independent and strong-willed and have their own personalities and want to do things. And, you know, I found myself kind of butting heads with my daughter, who's very strong-willed and I love that about her. Um, yeah. But like in terms of like doing things that I wanted her to do and having a sense of like control as a parent um, over things like, you know, making sure she brushed her teeth and, and ate all of her dinner, um, 
things that were important, but it started creeping into like just conflict. And that conflict was draining, I think, on on her, on myself, on, you know, the family and got to a point where he thought like, hey, how can we how can we work together? How can we be positive and understand that, you know, she's a her own person. She has her own feelings and emotions and perspectives and coming from a place of like control and negativity ended up draining you know, both of us, whereas coming at things from, you know, positivity and working together ended up, you know, improved just our day-to-day interaction, but then also, um, you know, my feeling overall throughout the rest of the day. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I like that. I think, um, what, what's interesting, right. Is you, um, I find myself wanting things to go a certain way and perfectly, right? Your, your example of brushing your teeth is great. You know, you've got this routine in the morning. Um, you set up a system kind of like you expect it to go that way. You want it to go that way. If you get frustrated with it, um, it's it's kind of this, it's a negative feedback loop because um, your, your child is going to get frustrated with you. You're going to eventually feel bad about getting frustrated because you shouldn't have. And then it's going to affect you negatively and probably reduce your productivity the rest of the day. So if you take that extra time to spend, you know, 10 seconds explaining something to your, your child about brushing your teeth or just working with a new solution or just simply realizing that things aren't always going to go as you set up the system, it ultimately benefits you. So, um, yeah, right. And I think that's the, uh, <laughs> the challenge that we'd run into with, with, with kids and with our business as well, as you create all these systems, expecting these to go well, yeah. and, uh, it, it never goes a hundred percent. And that's just part of the journey that we're on. And I think it's, uh, it can be tough when like everything feels a little more chaotic, like nothing's truly a hundred percent in our control, but it kind of feels like, like when you're a founder and when you also have kids that like so many things are are up in the air and variable and so i think that's why it's just important to you know make sure you reflect make sure you're aligned with your priorities where you're spending your time and taking a uh, that view of like positivity and 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 flowing between you know work life and everything that comes between to to keep everything going yeah i and and you know one thing i would lead leave people with too on that positive note is you know you can find a way to um make your parenthood part of the essence of you as an entrepreneur you know you don't have to separate the two identities so for me it was um the fact that we knew we fed our kids um brass roots and we knew others would also want to feed their kids brass roots so now my identity as the founder of brass roots is very much intertwined with my identity as a parent and our customers like that transparency they like knowing about um you know the the realities that we face as a parent and that we care about kids that we have that um nature about us and and so it's really it just allows those, like I said, those identities to be, to be one and intertwined and it makes it easier to be a parent. Yeah. And I've even seen um, a lot of founders go as far as, um, you know, having pictures of their family on the about us page on the websites and even um, more and more packaging for their products, having photos of like their family on the back of the packaging because their families are so integral into like the um, like, everything behind the product and it also you know makes them more relatable and say like hey we're not 
some like really like big corporation that's faceless or has tons of um, people behind us. Like we're a small family run business and that's really important to us. And we know it's important to you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, this has been great, Aaron. Thank you, Alex, for the question and getting into this conversation. Uh, we're curious to hear what your perspective is as a parent or maybe um, you know, as a soon-to-be parent. And so if you have any questions, we'd love for you to ping us um, on LinkedIn, repost this episode, share it with your comments. Uh, we'd love to keep this conversation going to get your perspective. <laughs>